Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode, another adventure of Star Sound Speaks. This is your host, Irliana Samsara of Star Sound Astrology. I am so excited because right now we have one of my dear friends and a, a wonderful, well, gosh, you've been like a mentor to me in a certain, you didn't know that, did you? <laughs> my fellow astrologer, Shenna, she goes as Shenna Raven Moondance, and she is a shamanic moon astrologer, okay? She, her thing is the moon. So uh, why did I bring her on today? Because the moon is one of the most important planets we call it planets. I know to a scientist, it's like the moon is not a planet. Yeah, I know, I know. But you know, in astrology, we kind of we say the sun and the moon are planets. Okay, just for the sake of conversation. But anyway, um, the the moon is a really important part of our lives, and it's kind of like the original. I always say astrology is like Mother Nature's original time management system, but of course, it's so much more than that. Um, but anyway, Shen is here today to talk about the moon, and it's really exciting. We're very excited to have her here. She is a wealth of information, so you want to really listen up, maybe listen to this episode more than once, maybe take notes. Uh, she's going to give us a lot of practical insights about the moon and basically cosmic rhythms because these things are, are so critical in our lives. And if we go with the flow and work with the moon and become aware of it, it will really, uh, it will enhance our connection to the world. But I'll, I won't get into that. I'll let her explain that all to you. So um, here's Shenna. Welcome, Shenna. Oh, it's so great to be here with you. We've been talking about this for a while, but we really like to um, talk about the moon. We've been uh, writing about it and working with it for well over 20, 25 years. And the moon is so um, integral to everyday life, which most of us say the moon, so it's up in the sky, big deal. Sometimes it's full, sometimes it's not, sometimes we can't even find it. Well, that's the important thing is the fact that it shifts and changes over a 28 day period, 28 and a half day period. And it also moves through all 12 signs of the zodiac during that 28 days, just like the sun moves around all 12 signs of the zodiac in a year so it spends about a month in each sign well the moon spends only two and a half days approximately in each sign so what does that mean so so it changes but as it goes through each sign because the moon governs our emotions and what are we always in contact with our emotions happy sad frustrated angry whatever but we're always in contact with our emotions. And if we think about as the moon goes through each sign, each sign is very different. And when it moves from one sign to the next, our emotions can shift. And sometimes we say, I was feeling so good for two days. Now I feel awful and I'm annoyed. And then a few days later, you feel better. And it's basically because the energy of each sign is what the moonlight filters through, basically. So just for a very broad example, when the moon is in Aries, we may feel a lot more energized or annoyed or angry, or we have all this passion going on. Then all of a sudden it goes into Taurus and we can't figure out why we don't want to get out of bed because we just don't feel like doing anything. <laughs> get lazy. <laughs> get lazy. And then all of a sudden, two days later, it goes into Gemini and we can't, we can't close our mouth because we're yakking all over the place and people are driving us crazy. So just being aware of the fact that the moon goes through each sign of the zodiac 
in that, you know, for only that short period of time, it can be empowering because uh, it just gives us a little bit more insight into our emotions. And and a lot of people say, well, does the moon really affect us? Well, we all are very aware that around the full moon, people go, oh, yeah, you know, there's a lot more babies being born. There's more crime. There's more murders. People are crazy. Well, the moon has a, has a big effect on us. Even the um, word lunacy. The word lunacy, lunatic came from the moon. Yeah, yeah. I know one yeah. of my first... Um, one of my first clients, he was a personal injury attorney. Mm-hmm. And he used to say, you know, um, he said, I always knew when the moon was full mm-hmm. because the phone would ring off the hook. Yeah. And you ask any any policeman in a precinct and they'll tell you the yeah. same thing. And, and, and here's, you know, these are like regular folk that don't yeah. believe in astrology, yeah. but they see the, the value of it. And they, they see the real time correlation. Yeah. And even um, children. I, I taught for a many, number of years, and, and sometimes teachers would say, it must be a full moon. It must be. The kids are going crazy. Right. But we're all feeling it. We all feel that. And I think that if we go back like hundreds of years, whatever, um, a long time ago, the moon was very important because we visually saw it. And we could do a lot of people, uh, if you talk to hunters or fishermen, a lot of people do still pay attention to the cycles of the moon because it's very important in terms of like around the full moon, people are much more excited, animals are out, things like that are out more. Um, So the moon has been something that people over history have seen it as something important in their lives. And because of our modern culture, we don't really pay that much attention to it, but it is important. And also in terms of planting crops, um, a lot of farmers are still in tune with the moon. But anyway, let's talk about the moon cycle. So how does that affect us? Well, this week, as we're moving towards, this is today is um, the 31st, we're at the end New Year's of this Eve. year, New Year's Eve. Well, we're moving towards a new moon eclipse on Saturday, January 5th. So the energy of the end of a moon cycle is cleaning out. So it's a great time to clean out, save your New Year's resolutions till after Saturday. Because then that's a time, the first week of the moon cycle is a time to plant seeds. So that's a time to really get into what you want to create um, over the next few weeks, months, years, doesn't matter. Whatever you feel, whatever you want to envision for yourself. And when we have an eclipse, as you know, it's it's not a regular new moon. It's like a supercharged, super-powered moon. Right. So it's a really great time to put your wishes out. Um, like a new moon on steroids, sometimes exactly. we call that. Yeah. Eclipses. Yeah. yeah. And um, I teach moon astrology classes, and one of the things that a lot of the people I work with do is a new moon ceremony, a seven-day new moon ceremony. So basically you have the new moon, then you wait maybe a day or so till you see the sliver of the moon in the sky. And then as the moon waxes, gets bigger, each night you put out or each day you put out your wishes again. You Mm. can have the same wish, pretty much putting it out. You can light a candle as you put those wishes out, but for seven days, and then if you forget one day, so you, you do it the next day. You want to do it seven times. And then at the end, you bury your candle in the earth and you just put it up to the universe, your higher self, that you're ready for whatever you put out. 
Mm. And it's especially important right now with the with the um, with the eclipse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so, that's such a sacred practice. If you yeah. you know you're connecting. What I love about astrology and what I really you know encourage people to do is to get beyond the chart. Yes, it's fascinating, mm-hmm. but you, we really want to. And that would be a good New Year's resolution for all of us is to get out in nature and really connect more deeply. When you see that sliver, you mm-hmm. see that full mm-hmm. moon, and you really think about it, like where am I in my life and my mm-hmm. plans and manifesting? And it, yeah. it's so important to to make that connection because that was the original time cycle. A moon, yes. the word month comes from moonth. Yeah, it was like M O O N T H, the moonth. So it was a cycle. It's a cycle of measurement. Yeah. So, you know, that's, you can't get more cyclical than that. And <laughs> yeah, and one of the original calendars was the, um, the turtle shell. Really? 13 moons on the back of the turtle, yes, because oh. it has 13 segments, and that's how people would keep time in Native uh, traditions where each moon of the year was, was um, sort of um, kept track of on the 13, track of the turtle. The turtle. So, yeah, I didn't know about the, the turtle. turtle. I know the Mayan calendar, I think they have like 13, mm-hmm. it's a 13-month yeah, calendar. That's, right. Well, that's your traditional um, measurement of time. Like the year starts on the winter solstice because that's the time of new beginnings. And the we just finished up the fall, which is a clean-out time, release time. So the, the year starts with... Um, with the winter solstice. So that's like part of the original uh, measurement of time. Um, so it's only because of the Gregorian calendar and Julius Caesar and all that, whoever wanted to put their names on the months and whatever that we have that more linear calendar. But the original calendar was the 13 moons. There is a calendar, it's a Celtic calendar actually, that um, measures time by the by the moon cycle, not by the month cycle, which wow. is really interesting. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, and they have it, and it's circular. It's not a box, but they start in the center and they just keep going around in a spiral. A spiral the, circle. Yeah. Spiral. Yeah. yeah. And that's yeah. what the universe doesn't move in. You know, boxes. Everything is a yeah. circle. Yeah. The planets, the orbits, everything is circular, which yeah. is the the feminine energy, round, yes. circular. Yeah. Movement. And the feminine is, and the moon is more of the feminine energy, whereas the sun is the active energy. The moon is more the the feminine, the yin, the, and, the yin and. energy. So the first week of the moon cycle, when we start with that new moon, is about planting seeds. It's a quieter time, and it's a time to be patient because sometimes people just feel like, well, I want this now. But if you know it's the first week of the moon cycle you can be more patient and not as frustrated because something isn't happening. And usually if we wait till that first quarter moon, which is one week later, all of a sudden life starts to happen and it's like, oh, isn't that magic? Yeah, meanwhile, if you weren't frustrated because it wouldn't happen and just were with the, with the get, getting with the program of just being in that patient place, putting out your wishes and then just letting them manifest. And now, when we put out our wishes on the new moon, it doesn't mean that necessarily they're going to manifest right away, but it's just about our intention, our intention and our focus. So once we come to the first quarter moon, one week after the new moon, that's when the energy starts to build as we move towards the full moon. And that's the really the high point of the whole month. And um, 
as we get to the full moon, it's important as we're getting close to the full moon a couple of days before to really check in with yourself and breathe and just put out what you desire, but don't put a lot of pressure on yourself to make make decisions, especially on a full moon, because it's the high point of the month. It's where our emotions are the highest. We're the most impulsive. Mm-hmm. It's the best time to sell something because people are wanting to do stuff i know i love that i learned that from you it's a great time to sell stuff and put stuff out there because people are looking they're looking and they want stuff they want to know something they want to they want to buy something yeah and they're more impassioned and emotional so they may have an emotional purchase mm -hmm. or something and be more reactive so be aware of that be aware of your reactions around a full moon and just take it in stride give yourself a couple of days after the full moon to let everything set in because I've even experimented with this. I would have made one decision the day before or the day of the full moon. And within a few days, I'm scratching my head. It's like, good thing I waited because it was out of impulse. Mm. Rather than allowing whatever messages, whatever information was coming to me or insights were coming to me so that I realized afterwards, it's like, oh, wow, you know, I think I'm going to look at it from this place or do this instead because it makes more, makes more, it feels better. It feels mm-hmm. better. So we work with the first part of the moon cycle up to the full moon. And then after the full moon, it's like we start to wane and we integrate. We integrate whatever has come to us. And sometimes we make a little shift on how we're viewing things. And then we come to the last quarter and that starts the clean out process. So during the clean out process, it's good to be aware because like old issues may come up. We may have this urge to clean out the house, clean out the closet, clean out our car, whatever. Clean out the past, right? Clean out the, but that's the big thing is that old issues may come up. Ah. So that it's like it's time maybe to let that go or release that or look at this again. So be aware of that on the at the um, the last part of the moon cycle. And I find I get a lot of people who call me around the full moon, but I get a lot of people who call me just before the new moon because that's when you know you're trying to push it under the rug or you did your best, but it's like the universe says no, you got to take care of it. Plus, right around the new moon, before the new moon is when I like to do a ceremony. It's a combination Native American, Old European, Ancient Egyptian ceremony for cutting unhealthy ties um, to people, places, experiences. But it helps to just move us along and get some of that stuff cleaned up. You, yeah, you've, you could write a book, man. I know. I've been to one of your cord cutting ceremonies, and they are epic. They are at, people come from all over to yeah. go to those, and I can understand. Yeah. I having been through one, I see why. Yeah. And you're right; it is all about cutting unhealthy ties with the past and using mm-hmm. the moon to make your best moves. As to yeah. the timing of that is is essential. And yeah. um, but to never forget the moon and to incorporate it in our daily time management. I mean, hey, we got the sun; it's Capricorn season now. We got the sun in Capricorn, and Capricorn's all about and Saturn. It's all about time and efficiency mm-hmm. and and being aware of time and and certainly moving beyond time. But since the moon is is that our original mother nature's original time management vehicle, yeah, this is mm-hmm. like a, a literally a timely time to talk a timely about time. <laughs> to talk about the moon. Yeah. And <laughs> and um as a just as a sort of like an analogy for the moon cycle, we can sort of relate it to the tides. The tides. So imagine this that um, at the full moon, it's high tide. 
it's high tide you can't put another drop of water coming up to the shore because it's high and then just it hits that still point and then all of a sudden it starts to go out release whack a wane so that's when the full moon it starts to wane is when the tide is going out right and then the further you go out when you finally hit low tide like everything all the dregs are pulled out it's all pulled out and then again we have that little still point for a little bit and then the then it starts to come Mm -hmm. in and as it's coming as the tide is coming in as the moon is starting to to uh wax that's when it when things start to open up again Mm. So we're just thinking about the the moon cycle as the tides flowing in and out, having that visual. And also that's a good way to think about the moon in terms of our own health. Mm -hmm. The way that we look at that, think about as the new moon, it's like you're empty, you're totally empty. So as the days start, think of your body as a sponge that you can take in to the very depths of your being whatever nourishment you put into your body so it's a great time to really nourish your body it's also a great time to be very aware of like what you're putting into your body watch any kind of toxins any kind of additives um because they're going to go deeper within because it's the energy because flowing it, back, like flowing the tides back, and your body, and think ah. of your body literally, literally as a sponge. It's a like great a time. Yes, it's a great time to really nourish your body with lots of really good um, nutrient dense foods. Ah, okay. Which is good all the time, but especially at the new, especially the first half of the moon cycle, because we're taking in. So your body would naturally be taking in more nutrients or just mm-hmm. it would just have a greater ability to because a of the phase of the moon? greater ability. Yes, it's wow. like an open sponge. The closer you get to the full moon, the more full the sponge gets. A really good time to fast is at the new moon because you're empty and just letting your body totally clear, maybe fast for that day or a part of that day. And then on the full moon, when your body is like filled, you're filled up to your eyeballs, like your sponge just can't take another drop. So that's a good time to just let your body rest around the full moon, maybe for a day, half a day, whatever you feel. And then as your body, as the, as the moon starts to wane, um, your body is starting that releasing process. Oh, yeah. I remember you said something about somebody you knew that was having a hard time fasting, sticking to the fast. Yeah. And you were saying, well, you're the wrong time of the month to Mm -hmm. be fasting. Like, you're not wrong, but just not as efficient, perhaps. Mm -hmm. You're not going so much with the flow. It's like you're fighting the flow. So in, in the first half of the moon cycle, if you're trying to fast, it may, it's sort of counterproductive because your body's trying to draw in. Right. But if you wait to that last week of the moon cycle, that's a really good time to detox and fast. Although okay. on the new moon or on the full moon, it's good to just let your body rest a little because you're full on the full moon. You're totally cleaned out at the new moon. Right. That, but that critical if you're going to do any kind of detoxing or any kind of lengthy fast or whatever, definitely the last week of the moon cycle, you're working with the process. You're working with your body. You're working with the cycle. Right. So, Everything's yeah. on its way out. On so its you way wanna, anyway. So right. And that's Ride why it's that. a great time to do clean out. Yeah. Uh, clean out on every level. On right. every level. And that's, I think, if, you're, if you want to pay attention to the moon, and every calendar has a moon on it somewhere. Mm-hmm. So pay attention to the full moon and know that as we come towards the full moon to breathe a little bit more, 
do a little more meditating, do a little bit more just conscious awareness of what you're, you're thinking and, what, and how you're responding to different things so that you can be a little calmer and, and even just talk to other people. Hey, it's around the full moon, or some people don't want to hear that, but you just say, just breathe, just breathe. <laughs> right. And then as you get towards the new moon, just knowing that it's a natural clean-out time. So take advantage of it. Yeah. And you might even feel, you might even feel it naturally anyway. I remember once I came back from a trip and it was the last day of the moon cycle. And I, I came back and I was worn out, but I had this desire to clean out my closet. And I'm just saying to myself, you're crazy. Why don't you just take it easy? But I realized it's the end of the moon cycle. I just needed to do that clean out. Yeah. You know what that is? All right, what is it? That's nothing personal. It's not cookies in the oven. Oh, it's actually, okay, too bad. Yeah, unfortunately. No, because that's <laughs> toxic, right? Oh, we can, we can be eating them but purging them. No, that's my... Oh, wait a minute. So it's our 20... Was it the 20-minute uh, policy or rule? No, no. Can it be that time? Can it be that fast? Yes, well, we wanted to make quick, easy bite segments, but we have more questions to ask Shanna. So... All for now, and we'll catch up on the next segment with more questions on moon astrology. And you can certainly send in your questions to us. We love to answer them. They're fun. Um, so, yes, Shanna, what is your address for people to contact you for more information? Okay. Do you have an uh, email address? Or? I have an email address, and I actually write an astrology column. It's a moon astrology column. It's usually messages from messages from the goddess, messages from nature, messages excuse me, messages from from the birds or whatever. And um, an address you can count, you can connect with me on is moondance underscore raven at hotmail.com because I use the name Raven Moondance in my um, in my writing. Okay, so it's Moondance underscore, underscore Raven, R-A-V-E-N, at underscore Raven at Hotmail.com. Cool. Thank you so much. Let's catch you on. You're very welcome. We'll do another episode, and uh, we'll, um, yeah, keep those questions coming. All right, guys. Thanks. Namaste. Blessings, blessings.